Welcome to Lead from the Driver's Seat with Al Rattan. With over 30 years in leadership, Al is ready to share his struggles and successes to help you change your mindset and become the leader you want to be. Learn what it takes to be a successful leader and hear from other entrepreneurs as they share their leadership journeys. It's time for you to lead your team or organization to their full potential. Let's get started. Here is your host, Al Rattan. So good evening. Welcome, everybody. So glad you're here or watching this, you know, uh, live or the recorded version, or maybe even listening to the audio version via podcast at some point. Um, my name's Al Rattan, and I'm with my good friend, Chris Baker. And today we're going to talk to you a little bit more about, you know, regaining balance in the post-COVID world, right? So I've got sort of my points and Chris has got his points and we're going to go through it and take about 20 minutes of your time. Just have a little bit of a conversation back and forth as we talk about some of the stuff we've come up with. And uh, we're just glad you're here. And just a quick, again, introductions. Uh, again, I said, my name's Al Rutan. I'm a, a, an owner of a business called Dynamic Leadership with Al Rutan. I'm based in Manitoba, Canada. And uh, Chris and I met through a, a mutual organization we're both members of, and we're passionate about personal growth and development. I'm passionate about personal, personal growth and development, and that's why we're doing this thing here tonight and how, why we've done some in the past and we're going to do more in the future, right, Chris? So I'll let you introduce you because you can do that better than I can do that. <laughs> well, I'm not so sure about that, but I'll go for it anyway. So. So yeah, but, um, as Al said, my name is Chris Baker, originally from England, but now based uh, just outside of Orlando, Florida. Um, and, and as Al said, really, I mean, we've known each other now for three, coming on four years, probably. Um, it feels like been, a lot longer, though, doesn't it? Like, I, know, I mean, Chris, Chris's my friendship is just like one of those. It's like, it feels like we've been friends for a lifetime, but it has only been three or four years. Yeah, and, and amazingly, you know, we'd say this when, whenever we work together, but amazingly, we've never met in person. No. Right? We've <laughs> never met in person. And, and that sort of leads us into to what we're talking about with here, right? Because a lot of the problems people are facing and, and uh, with, with COVID is, is the isolation, right? And, and the, uh, the lack of social interaction. But we're, we're proof that you, you, can, you can overcome that. Okay. And so, as Al said, we're both students of personal growth. We both believe in, in the, the, the sort of the mindset um, and how thoughts control the, the results that we get. And so we, we were chatting and, and said, hey, let's get together and just put something, something around, um, you know, the, the challenges people are facing with COVID. And, and, and let's, let's see if we can help a few people out um, with some, some inspiration and uh, um and words of let's say words of wisdom and motivation so how about that that sounds great excellent so uh i know i'm going to take the first little part here chris and i chris please again like interject with anything that really you know speaks to you or if you want to put your 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 few words uh, attached to what some of my thoughts were here i've just got two points i'm going to go over and then i'm going to throw it over to chris to take take his part away but i guess the the first question first question we have for you this evening, and we and we would love to hear from you, right? So you can reach us through our website, or through or through through website, or through social media, or however, you, however you uh, hear this um, this presentation. But the question we have is, how has COVID affected your life? 
and I know for it, it's affected many in many different ways. And, uh, and we're, you know, <laughs> I guess that is the ultimate question because it has affected everybody differently. And I'm going to share a little bit more about that in a minute. But the question is, how has COVID affected your life? And that brings us to my first point is to watch what we are filling our minds with, right? What are we filling our minds with? Mm -hmm. So if we look back at this last 16 months, you know, to say that they've been challenging would be like maybe an understatement, right? That's an understated <laughs> word has been challenging, right? Yeah. COVID has caused many of us to drastically change our habits, our lifestyles, our businesses, the way we operate. And many have lost a lot. I know I have friends that own small businesses and because of lockdowns and shutdowns, they were on the brink of bankruptcy in many cases. And some were afraid that if they didn't open soon, they would not be opening ever again. So yes, we, you know, hearts go out to those people that have lost a lot and those people that have lost loved ones through this, through this time as well. You know, this has all affected us in many different ways. You know, if you look at, you know, think of my wife for an example, she's actually, she's actually enjoyed the downtime right <laughs> not having to no yeah. visitors over less group activities right and she's actually like oh this was actually a nice break from the busyness that life had become but then there's others that have it's really affected them in a negative way to the point of severe depression and i actually read a really interesting article a few weeks back, and it was on CBC Manitoba, so our, uh, a news website here in Manitoba in Canada. And it was an interview with a 13-year-old seventh grade girl. And just the effect that COVID has had on the youth during this time, turning to drugs, isolation, suicidal thoughts, trying to actually take their own lives, you know, thinking, afraid that they're going to kill people if they talk to, to other people because they might be spreading the virus. And that's what's been going through their minds and how negatively it has impacted their lives. It was actually a really powerful interview. And I think she just articulated herself so well. And this just, you know, paints a, an incredible picture of how us as a social species you know, we're designed to be social. We're designed to be around other people. We need that human interaction, right? I, the other day I ran into a friend and I was like, you know, we had our mask on because we still have to wear masks here. And, and I was like, you know, shake hand or hug. And he was like, I'm all good for a hug. I'm like, perfect. And we went in for the, cause I hadn't seen him in like eight months. I went in for my hug. He was my best man at my wedding. One of my best friends in life. And I went in for that hug because I love that man dearly. Right. But we haven't had that interaction with others. Right. We're, we're designed to be social and we haven't had that. We've been impacted by COVID. Now, I'm not trying to make light of anything. I know this has been challenging for many. And now there's, you know, reports of variants and how that could have potentially negative impacts on us, you know, and, but we're, we're, we're not going to talk about that this evening. I want you to understand that I'm no way suggesting that we stick our heads in the sand and ignore this. I know we must remain diligent with our, with our health and well-being at all times, not just during this season we're in right now. Mm -hmm. But I am suggesting, Chris, that we need to really watch what we're filling our minds with. Not to be blind to what's going on around us, but be cautious about what we're allowing to stick in our minds. Yeah, and if I, I can... Um jump in here, Ali, if I, if I may, because this is this is something that 
you know, again, people, people see, people see stories, right? They see news, they see social media. And the, the, a book that, that I've been reading at the moment is a uh, one from, I think it's 1944, and it's called How to Stop Worrying and Start Living by Dale Carnegie. And, you know, it's, it's like obviously 80, almost 80 years old. Um, but it's amazing that people people were worrying then the same as they're worrying now. Yeah. And so here's the thing with with this: if we if we fill our minds with worry, it just drives us down. Right now, again, I'm not I'm not trivialising COVID nineteen. Right, yeah. it was a real pandemic. Um, but but what I'm saying is that that we need to at some point say enough. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. we can worry. We can worry. We can worry. Yeah. But nothing is going to change if we just sit there worrying. Right. And this is what exactly. we, what I take out of this. If we're filling our minds with all that negativity and that that pessimism and the, and driving ourselves down. Yeah. That's why we're seeing increases in depression, increases in suicide, increases in other illnesses. Right. Because we think that we can think ourselves ill because we we, we feel that, that we should be. Exactly. Exactly. And, and there's a there's a chapter in in um, Dale's book, um, and it's 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 about putting a stop loss order on your worries. All right. So in other words, you you get to so far, and then you've got to say, okay, enough. I'm not going to worry anymore about that. What can I change? Right. All right. Yeah. And yeah. And, I, and I think that's that's where we we we've been at probably with COVID for a while. But I don't know that the message has got across to people because we're filling our minds with the fact that everything is is bad, right? And as you say, exactly. now we we see we're coming out of it, and now we get all the news of the other variants. Well, guess what? We don't know that it's going to be a, a, a real real pain. We don't know that the vaccines that most of us have had aren't going to combat that, right? Exactly. So, so, so why, why are we focusing on that? Exactly. Yeah. Right? yeah. But it's, it's almost human nature. We have to make that conscious choice and decision to refocus our energies in another direction. Yeah. Right. But so many of us don't, right. We get trapped in that. So here's the, just, here's just some, like we are exposed to so much on every day. And I just wanted to share, I just got some stats for you. Okay. So believe it or not, there are estimates that the average person was exposed to between 4,000 to 10,000 ads per day in 2020. Mm. If you compare that to the 70s, it was around 500 a day. And if you look at a company like Google, they made about 130 billion in 2019 from advertising. <laughs> what does this have to do with COVID? Nothing. But I'm just saying that what we're exposed to, we're filling our minds with these things and it does, it, it does affect us. And here's some interesting facts about advertising. As soon as chewing gum companies started showing people chewing two pieces of gum at once, sales doubled instantly. Mm. That's because the people said, hey, they're doing it on TV. They're chewing, they're chewing two pieces at a time. I should too. And they fell for it and sales doubled. All they had to do was show that on TV. And here's another little interesting thing this advertisers do and cute little puppies, right? <laughs> and then a brand we're probably all familiar with. Advertisers use a technique called effective condition where they take a product and place it to other things consumers feel positive about. For example, detergent brands. So since those babies, sunshine, flowers, puppies, right? Even though those things have nothing to do with detergent, 
but repeatedly displaying the brand alongside feel-good images make people think more positively about the product. They are impacting what you're thinking. Right. And then we look at if we look at the media in general and we aren't going to we aren't going to call out networks here and we're not going to call out say we're not going to say the other word that became famous in the last four years. But here's an article I found on the news media. Ninety five percent of headlines have been reported to be blown out of proportion. Approximately one in 10 adults in the U.S. check the news every hour. And how much of that news is positive? You're feeling yourself and focusing on the fear that is being propagated out there. Again, not taking COVID lightly, right? Not saying it's fake. I'm just saying that what we focus on is where our mind and our energy is going to go, right? Yeah. In 2019, we saw an astounding 36% rise in media exaggeration. An average of 79% of the media companies print biased stories for their advertisers and reports show that 65% of news organizations ignore their mistakes. Just some statistics, just so you know, right? Where are we getting our information from? What are we focusing on? And that brings me to this very busy slide with a lot of words, but I wanted to share it with you. If you haven't read James Allen book, James Allen's book, As a Man Think It, go get it, read it. It's got some powerful stuff in it. But he says here that the soul attracts that which it secretly harbors, that which it loves, and also that which it fears. Right? So what are we focusing on? Are we attracting the fear? It reaches the height of its cherished aspirations. It falls to the level of its unchastened. Every thought, seed, sown, or allowed to fall off, uh, into the mind and to take root there produces its own, blossoming, blossoming sooner or later into an act and bearing its own fruitage of opportunity and circumstances. Summing it up, good thoughts bear good fruit, bad thoughts bear bad fruit. So what are you focusing on? What are you focusing on? And then there's another great quote. This is from uh, Earl Nightingale in the book called The Strangest Secret. And he says, self-doubt, worry, fear, and other negative emotions will undoubtedly hold you back in life. As the law of sowing and reaping indicates, if you plant these harmful emotions in the soil of your mind, you will harvest anxiety, fear, and failure. Mm-hmm. Your mind and the universe more broadly does not discriminate between positive and negative crops. Whether you sow poison or promise, you will reap that which you sow in equal measure. Once you replace limiting beliefs and negative thoughts with calm, positive, positive, and unswerving focus on a goal, you will trade emotional, spiritual, and financial poverty for abundance, and riches of all kinds will flow into your life. What are you focusing on? Yeah. Any thoughts on that before I move on to my just my true. Second I mean, yeah, there's a I, I remember, you know, when I was growing up and people would always say money goes to money, right? And they they'd look at they'd look at people with money and say, whatever they do, they get more money. Well, guess what? They're not they're not fearful of stuff, right? They're they're exactly. they're, they're, they're they're calm, they're looking forward. And I'm not saying that you have to have money to do that. You don't. It you can you can choose your mindset, you can choose your thoughts. You can choose what you focus on. And mm-hmm. as you say, everything has got a good side and a bad side, right? Everything. Absolutely. And if you if you choose to focus on the bad side, as you, you rightly said, Al, the, the universe doesn't understand positive or negative. It will just hear that thing. 
right? So if you're Definitely. focusing on the fact that, you know, you're in debt, right? Or, you know, everything's bad because COVID has like caused, caused you to, to lose, your, lose your job or whatever it is, right? You've lost people. If you're focusing on that, you're going to get more of that. Yeah. Right. Exactly. If you if you draw a line under it, if you do that stop loss on the worry and say, okay, what's happened happened. I can't mm. change that. Right. It's in the past. I, I can't change what happens in the future or I can't change the future today. But what I can do is change my actions today yep. that will have a knock on effect in the future. Today is the only day you can make a difference. And therefore, you've got to think, what do I want to move towards? Not that what am so I running good. away from? That is so good, right? Our past and our, our struggles and our trials and, and tribulations of the past can define who we are today, but we can't live there. We have to grow through that, move through that and become better because of that and not dwell on that. So we can look towards that better future that can be out there. But we get so, sometimes we get so trapped and wrapped up in this negativity and living in the problems of our past that we can't even see today, let alone what tomorrow could be. Yeah. And I, I like the, um, you know, we've used it in the past um, several times. If you think about flowers and weeds, right? If you want to grow a garden of flowers, it takes work. Yeah. Right? You have to, you have to buy the right seeds. You have to plant them. You have to feed them. You have to water them. You have to nurture them. You have to care for them every day. Right? You have to take out the weeds that will come up naturally. You have to keep taking them out. Yeah. If you don't do it, weeds will grow. Right? And weeds will and take choke out over, the flowers. Right? Yeah. Choke the flowers and they go. And, and this is exactly the same as what we're talking about with life. If you don't do anything to move forwards to a life that you choose, you're going to get be... consumed with weeds. Yeah. And <laughs> it's... And, and, and think about that for a second. No matter how many weeds you pull out of that garden, you go back a week later, there's more. Correct. They can, you don't the same thing plant. with negative thoughts. Correct. They naturally come. You don't yeah. have to plant seeds of negativity or plant yeah. seeds of weeds. They come. It, they'll just come. They'll just come. Yeah. So, so after our first point here, I have three questions for you. As you're listening to this, think about this, maybe journal on it before you go to bed tonight. What have you been filling your mind with over the last 16 months? That's question number one. Is there anything you need to change with your thinking? And then number three, have you allowed COVID to derail your dreams and goals? And if you have, get back on track refocus your energies on moving forward because nothing would be more tragic. You looking back another 16 months from now going, I still haven't moved forward. And that's sad and tragic. Right. My second point tonight is, is just, is this, this is a very short part. Be careful of what you choose to believe. Okay. What are we filling our minds with? And then being careful about what we're choosing to believe. So Chris Valaton uh, in his book, uh, Spiritual Intelligence. Now it's a faith-based book, but I just want to share this part with you because I found it very interesting. He says in the book, he has a chapter on renewing your mind. And I want to share a portion of that with you. He starts out by asking the question, how do we renew our minds? And he then introduces us to a neuroscience concept called the principle of first mention. This, this literally blew my mind when I read it because it's just like, it makes sense. So the principle of first mention, which simply states that the first time 
you hear information you believe to be true about any subject, it becomes the way in which you view all other ideas you hear on that topic. You view all information received through the lens of this belief you formed on that subject the first time you heard it. Wow. Yeah. And if you really think about it, it's true. It's true. So this first mentioned information created a truth lens by which you measure or evaluate all other preceding information concerning that theme. He then says, and because it's a faith-based book here, just bear with me, when our children or disciples, right, hear the truth from us first, then they are prepared to face the world full of deception and process what they hear through the truth lens already in place inside of them. So again, that's us, no matter where you're getting it from in a faith-based community, in, in the school system, from your coworkers, wherever you are, source it out and make sure it is truth, right? And choose to believe truth. And there's a great quote. I found this on, on a website somewhere. I can't remember where, but the gentleman's name is Bishop Clarence R. Williams Jr. And he talks about this, about renewing your mind. I think it's just powerful. It says the imagination of, um, uh, sorry, let me start. The imagination of man is like a canvas. What you imagine is painted on the canvas of your mind. Once you paint a picture in your mind, you start to believe those thoughts, speak those thoughts, act those thoughts and ultimately change things, whether good or bad, right or wrong. You will never succeed. Listen to this. You will never succeed with an inferior mindset. You must know who you are. In fact, the first giant you may need to defeat is you, your mindset. So good. Yeah. So good. So my simple question is on that point is, what pictures have you been painting on the canvas of your mind? What are you choosing to believe? What are you, you're taking this thought, taking it as truth. It's painting that picture on the canvas of your mind that then becomes your truth. And that could be about anything, right? Have you allowed this, have you allowed a lie to become your truth? Mm -hmm. Are the pictures of, are these pictures of you maybe not being worthy of being a failure of ugliness, or have they been a pictures of you having great value? of true success or a vision of future success and the beauty that you are both on the inside and the outside. Don't allow a lie to become your truth. Yeah, that is good. And, you know, some people may look at that and say, well, <clears throat> you know, lie, you know, is, is it a lie? Have people been telling lies? Well, you know, look at it this way. Your subconscious mind is filled with belief, right, of what you've been told in the past or what you've seen in the past. Yeah. Therefore, your subconscious mind believes that is true. Your subconscious mind will stop you doing things because you, you might say, oh, I want to go and run a marathon. And, and you, your subconscious mind will be, you're crazy. You've never run a marathon in your life. You can't even run five miles. There's no way you can do that. You're going to have a heart attack before you get to the first stop sign, right? right. So, do you, so do you believe that, right? Because, because you know, it, it, you know that, that's, it's true. You haven't done that. It doesn't mean you can't do it. But if you believe it, you believe in a lie. Right. Right. So 
and and our subconscious mind is filled with with unconscious biases that we've we've grown up with as well right yeah. so think about this as parents and and what you said there right that that the first the first time we we or the first time we hear something we believe it's truth right mm-hmm. many of us will grow up believing what our, our you know the, the same things that our parents believe or our teachers have told us or or any of the peers right because it's the first time we see it now, there's so many people who've got different opinions about everything. They can't all be lies. Right? Why do they all believe that? Yeah. Right? So challenge that. That's what I would say is challenge that belief and say, is it, is it the right belief for me? Is it holding me back? Right? Can I yeah. achieve more? Here's the answer. Yes, you can achieve anything you want to yeah. if you put your mind to it and if exactly. you believe it. Right? Because look, if somebody told you that you're, you're worthless, right? And you allowed that painting to be painted on the canvas of your mind, you, yep. imper- you impressed that thought on your unconscious mind. And because your unconscious mind can't say that's right or that's wrong, it just has to believe what your conscious mind is telling you, right? We've all yeah. heard that before. So you're worthless, your co- subconscious mind goes, oh, it must be true. And then that affects your results in life. Right. Because you've allowed that to become your truth. But you also have the opportunity, you can accept that when somebody says you're worthless, you can sit there and go, oh, they must be right, I am. Or you can say, no, that's a lie, get lost. I am not worthless, I have great value. Yeah. And choose to reject that and paint that better picture on your canvas of your mind. Right. It's really up to you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You have the power, so you- Exactly, (laughs) exactly. You're up. What's your, your, you have a couple points here too, right? Yeah. So I, again, it's, it's building on um, the, the, the building on, on what, what you've been talking about Al, really. And then again, taking the, 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 some of the concepts in, in this book about how to stop worrying and start living. And, you know, you see this, this picture of this young lady there that you, you know, if you, if you didn't see her with her head in her hands, you'd think she wouldn't have anything to worry about, right? She's, she's like a a young lady, got the rest of her life ahead of her, but she's worrying, right? She could be worrying about anything. Um, And we do worry about sometimes about the silliest things. Yes. All right. And so in, in um, uh, Dale Carnegie's book, he shares a, uh, a magic formula uh, that a gentleman called Willis H. Carrier um, developed, right? And say it's a magic formula, it's really not that magic, it's common sense, but common sense, unfortunately, is not that common nowadays, right? So, so yeah, step one is to ask yourself, what is the worst that can possibly happen? All right, so I'm worrying about this thing, what is the worst that can possibly happen? And then, once you've, you've sort of noodled on that for a while and, and spend some time on all of these things, the same as the questions that Al was asking earlier, don't just like write an answer down quickly. Spend time thinking about it. So what is the worst that can possibly happen? The second stage is then to look at it and say, OK, if that happens, I have to accept it. Right. Can't do yeah. anything about it. If it happens, I have to accept it. And then the third stage is to calmly proceed to improve on the worst in other words what's the worst that can happen if it happens okay i have to accept that what can i do to make it better right all right what can i do to make it better and 
you know, we're, we're relating this to, to gaining the balance um, back in, in the post-COVID world, right? Some people may argue and say it's not post-COVID because we've still got it. I don't, I don't, that's a negative attitude, right? Exactly. That's that whole mindset that we're talking about. Exactly. What yes. I want you to, to guys to think about is, okay, COVID's happened, right? Nobody saw it coming. It happened. It's happened before. You know, we had the, the, the Spanish flu, which actually killed more people than COVID. Yes. And guess what? We overcame it, right? Yes. And, exactly. and, and, and we've grown and, and are stronger from it. We will come back and be stronger from this. So what is the worst that can possibly happen now? Okay, you could, you could pass away, right? That could be the worst. That could be right? the worst. And if it happens, it happens. You can't do anything, but... What can you do to improve on it? Well, guess what? I can get vaccinated, right? Yeah. I can I can use social distancing. I can can maintain the hygiene that we should have been maintaining anyway. <laughs> but we, exactly. But yeah, we exactly, right? right? Exactly. So we can, we can take care of our health and well-being on a continual basis in Absolutely. many various ways, right? Yes. But you know, Chris, if I could just for one second, I think the problem is is that so many people get stuck on question one ask yourself what's the worst that possibly can happen. And they get this whole list of doom and gloom type of things that could go wrong and that paralyzes them. And then they don't move forward and Correct. then they're stuck. Correct. Because they don't, doing they don't two and three is what needs, what you need to do to overcome that. Sorry, I cut you off. I apologize. No, it's, it's, it's right. And, and here's the, the thing. And I, again, mentioned it briefly earlier and I talk about it in, in my membership group all of the time, right? Where people stop, at, at, as you say, at, at stage one, what is the worst that can happen? They stop. And as you say, they get paralyzed by it. And what they're trying to do is break away from that. What yeah. I want people to do is stop and say, OK, I'm going to accept. If that happens, I can't do anything about it. I'm going to accept it. What I can do is move forward. Right. So what do I want to move forward to? Right. What is my vision? What is my dream? What is my goal? What life do I choose to live? And then move towards that. So that's step three is proceeding to to improve on the worst. It's like I'm moving towards something instead of what most people do is they're trying to get away from the mess that's behind them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That mindset, again, the weeds and the flowers, what's behind you is the weeds. If you concentrate on the weeds, you're going to get more weeds. The universe is going to say, oh, you want that mess? I'm going to give you that mess. No, no, I'm saying I want to get away from it. No, no, you, you mentioned in mess. Whereas what we want to do is say, I want those flowers. And the universe says, okay, flowers. Let's give you flowers. Yes. Right? Now, again, it's not as simple as that, right? But you have to start and then you have to be persistent. And you have yeah. to keep moving forward. And I, and I think that's key there, right? Because instead of getting paralyzed on this, what's the worst can happen? Well, why not? What's the best that could happen? Right. Right. Well, the best that could happen is you could finally successfully start that new business you've always been thinking of. What's the best that could happen? You could finally lose that weight you've been struggling to lose. What's yeah. the best that could happen? You could finally meet that special someone you've been hoping to meet, right. hoping and praying to meet, right? Like you, all this, that's, you could finally make that big sale that's going to change the course of your of your business, right? You could finally land that big client. But if you're paralyzed by this fear on the other end, always thinking about what's the worst that can happen, then you're never going to get the, those those good seeds 
that are, that are the potential of what could happen if you actually take the step out. Yeah. It's so good, man. I got to get that book. I don't have that book. I got to read that. It's book. a good book. It's a good book. It's um, again, there's, there's a lot of good points in it. Um, and I, I, I just, one of the things again, that I do now with, with reading Alan, I, I think you do the same thing is that, you know, I used to breeze through a book, put it down, pick up another one, breeze through it. Now I actually sit and I'll read it and I'll, I'll read, you know, 10 pages a day, minimum. Yep. Sometimes I read more, right? But, but I'll read that. And then what I do is I, I, I think on it, right? And then in my journal the next morning, I'll journal, what did I learn from that? How can I apply that? That's so good. Right? And, and sometimes I'll go back and I'll read a book two or three times, yep. which I never used to do before, but I do it because I, I then looking at it and you see things in a different lens. So that lens you were talking about earlier, Right. Right. Exactly. As, as your as your mind expands, your awareness increases, yeah. and as your awareness increases, you see more things. And if, and you, if you're sorry, carry on. I was just going to say, if you think about it, if you if you were walking around with your hands either side of your your your, your eyes, right, like blinkers, you just yep. see what's in front of you. Right. If you the, the, yeah, there's other things here, right? Yeah, you're missing you all those peripheral it. things. You're right. missing all you the peripheral things. If you yeah. gradually increase that, you see all that peripheral vision and you go, man, that opportunity was there all along. Yeah, exactly. Right? That was exactly. there all along. And I just didn't see it because I had my head buried in the sand, right? Like you said earlier, lift yeah. it up, yeah. open your eyes and look. Opportunities yeah. are all around you. And this, <coughs> excuse me, I sincerely believe that this post-COVID world has got opportunities for all of us. We've just Absolutely. got to grab those opportunities. Yeah, and that's true, right? Because again, so if we're going to focus on the negative, those opportunities are going to pass by us and somebody else is going to succeed in that area that maybe you should have been succeeding in, Absolutely. right? That, that, that seed is going to be passed on to somebody else. But if you are, if you're <clears throat> filling with the positive, again, not sticking our head in the stand, not ignoring what's going on around us, but being educated and being wise about what you're allowing to believe and to enter your mind, the, the, the good thing, you know, fill it with the good things. And I like what you said about your book and, you know, take slowing down a little bit. And I think it was, I think it was John Maxwell that said this, but he says, you know, if you're reading, you know, if you're just reading books for reading books, you know, oh, I read, you know, tw 52 books this year. Okay, well, what did you learn and apply from those books? Well, nothing. I just read them. Well, stop reading books. Read one book yeah. and actually actually get some get some yeah. meat out of it and start applying it in your life so you can see the see the fruits of actually having spent the time to read that book. And I think your process there is really genius. Yeah. Few pages, journaling about it, thinking on it, meditating on it, and then moving on to the next right. 10 pages. That's great. Yeah, people people read fifty two books, and what did you do? Well, nothing. I was too busy reading books. Well, yeah, the, and, and that comes from the the old saying that knowledge is power, right? Yeah. But knowledge is not power. It's the intentional learn? application of the knowledge you learn that is power. So, yes. And it's yes. intentional application as well. John Maxwell says application. I I added the intentional, right? <laughs> because. <laughs> you have to intentionally apply what you're learning to make a difference, but you have to know what you're moving towards yeah. to know what you need to apply. Yeah. So, so good. We, we could talk on this for, for we for could go hours for hours, but we won't, I think you got one more slide here with a great quote on it. So do you want to touch on yeah, it? Absolutely. So, so again, this is, this is um, obviously Winston Churchill got, got a re really profound man, obviously a, 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 a 
really bad time in history. And he said that every problem has at least one solution. A pessimist sees a difficult sees difficulty in every opportunity, but an optimist sees the opportunity in every difficulty. So good. All right. And here's the, the thing again, Al. People, some people will 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 listen to what we say and say, oh, you're just talking through, you know, looking through rose-colored glasses and you know, you, you, you're saying all this woo-woo stuff about believing that things can come true. What with the difference is an, an optimist is not somebody who just believes everything is going to be fine without doing anything. Right. Oh that's God. not an optimist. Yeah. That's, some, yeah. that's a dreamer. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. An optimist is somebody who sees an opportunity in, a diffi- in every difficulty. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So problems, every problem has got more than one solution. Right. Absolutely. Are we looking for the solutions or are we focusing on the problem? goes back to what I'm saying earlier. Are we moving forward or are we trying to break away and look backwards? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I want everybody to look for solutions. Exactly. All right. And then analyze those solutions, not till you get paralyzed, but just look at them, evaluate them and say, which one is going to move me towards my goal? Now you have to have a goal in the first place, which is another subject. Yes. Right. And we should do a we should do a class and, and get people in this out because we, we could we could <laughs> we could uh, add a lot of value with this. But absolutely that that's my takeaway today, right? And and what I want people to take away is is yes, there's a there's there's real life situations. Uh, yes, there's no doubt that it's it's been trying and, and it's been difficult. Yeah. But guess what? There's an opportunity in every difficulty. Are you prepared to pick up and take chance and take advantage of that opportunity? Or do you want to be a pessimist and just live in that difficulty and ignore the opportunities? Yeah, the choice, the choice is really yours. Absolutely. 100%. Choice is yours. And it comes down to our attitude, really, and how we're going to approach our, approach our day. And I just, I just had the word wisdom pop into my mind. I think it's just, a, you know, really just taking everything and being wise about it, right? Seeking right. wisdom, seeking guidance, and then moving forward in a positive way. It's not all hocus pocus, right? You are going to have to work at maintaining oh. that positive attitude on a daily basis. It yeah. takes effort. It takes intentional conscious effort. So we wanted to just encourage you today and I hope you got some value out of this. I know we had a blast preparing for this and then and then now coming on here to record this. Uh, and a lot of fun and uh, just so grateful for everybody as you watch. We would love to hear back from you. Uh, you know, uh, Chris, I don't know if you want to give your email address just uh, verbally there. We'd love to hear our social media, how they could contact you. Yeah, just go, go on to, to, to Facebook, look up Chris Baker or uh, Chris Baker, release your unconscious. Um, but if you just look at Chris, Chris Baker um, and, and you'll find you find myself, you'll find Al there. Let's yeah. share, share your thoughts. And again, if you if you've got other opinions to this share them right yeah please we're not saying that everybody has to believe every word that we say right we we are students we learn things and we grow every day we learn off each other we learn off other people and that's right? so, and that's the beauty of that of having an intelligent 
conversations, not arguments and fights about things and what's right and what's wrong, but intelligent conversations so we can both share our opinions and our views and learn and grow from each other and gain more understanding. And for me, just look at Al Rattan uh, on Facebook uh, or alrattan.com for my website, and we'd love to connect with you. Uh, Chris and I will be back for more of these in the future. Um, and, uh, we just, uh, you know, we're honored that you, you tuned in, you listened, you watched wherever you saw this, because it'll be on multiple different platforms. Uh, so again, we're grateful that you came. We're grateful that you watched. We hope you got some value from it and we just really wish you all the best and want to encourage you to just continue to seek, seek out again, the, 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 the opportunity that comes with the difficulty that we've gone through in the last 16 months. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Thank you, Al. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for listening to Lead from the Driver's Seat with Al Rutan. Al would love to hear from you. Reach out anytime at www.alrutan.com or hello at alrutan.com.